Lessons learned in 2021. I have 10 main lessons today that I took away from 2021 from a business and personal standpoint, and I'm sharing them with you in today's episode. So let's jump on in. Welcome to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Hey, hey, Serve Skills or family. I'm super excited today about jumping into an episode all about the lessons I learned in 2021. And before we jump into that, I do want to spotlight one of our listeners. And this is coming from Erica Bushwell. Erica Bushwell gives us five stars and she says, awesome podcast. Brandy, host of the Surf Scale Store podcast, highlights all aspects of entrepreneurship, growth, and more in this can't miss podcast. The host and expert guests offer insights, advice, and information that is helpful to any of their listeners. Thank you so much, Erica, for that review. And if you've been listening to the show, maybe this is your first time, maybe you're back again, and you get value, one of the best things you can do to support the podcast is leave us an honest review. I read every single one of these personally, and I appreciate every single one of them. So if you have a second, go on and leave us an honest review, and you may be our next Spotlight listener. Okay, y'all, so let's jump on in into the lessons I learned in 2021. I have 10 main lessons I learned, and I will tell you, 2021 was a doozy. And I mean that because I felt a different energy in 2021 than I've ever felt before. And it was not necessarily one of my favorite years, but also it was one of my favorite years. It was one that I felt like I was in it. And then when I was out of it, I could, and before, like I'm recording this at the end of December, and I can see how this year prepared me and set me up for an amazing 2022 and moving forward, not only in my business, but in my life. So I'm going to take you through the 10 lessons I learned in 2021. And the first one is some years are about consistency, not growth. This year, we didn't have exponential growth. And to be honest, this was the first year in my business since having an online business where I haven't seen growth. The first year we had a business for six months, I did 30,000. The second year, 250,000. And then the third year, 1.2 million. And we will wrap up this year right at probably 1.1. We don't have the final numbers, but we're gonna be right at that million dollar mark, if not a little bit over it, like pennies under it, but right there at that million dollar mark again. We didn't necessarily lose a lot, but we didn't gain a lot. We kind of just hovered right at that mark. And that was all about consistency. We consistently did what we did last year. And one thing about that is not all years are made for growth. I didn't set myself up for growth this year. We didn't prepare for growth. And because I didn't go in the business with a mindset of growth, we didn't grow. And I'm okay with that because one thing you'll see is not every year can be a year of growth. We have to have these years of really working through the systems, the processes, how can we make things better and more efficient so we can have growth later. And the thing is, when you go from 30,000 to 250 to 1.2, like, holy cow, it's a lot of go, go, go. And then 
everything's like, okay, this worked at 250. It's not working at 1.2 million. So then we have to slow down. We have to fix systems that broke in the process. And that's why sometimes people are like, oh, I want grow, grow, grow. But then you're not set up for growth. And I thought we were set up for growth. And for the most part, we were. We stayed consistent. And I was okay with that consistency because what you'll see is this year wasn't about growth in my business because I needed to take care of things in my personal life that maybe hadn't got taken care of in 2020 because I was too busy growing. And so one thing I learned is to be okay with consistency and not growth. And that doesn't mean that I'm not going to grow this year. We're expecting growth this year. I'm excited about growth. But last year, I needed consistency over growth. And you may be in one of those. Or maybe last year was a year of consistency for you instead of growth. And knowing that even though the online space is always like grow, 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 it doesn't mean that we can always be growing in terms of our business. I do believe that as humans, we do need to grow in some shape or fashion for us to stay feeling fulfilled. It's just a psychological thing. And so one thing I'll say, my business didn't grow, but my life, my joy, my passion, healing from trauma grew this year. And so even though my business didn't, I as a person grew this year. And so many of you may be looking at me like, oh, I didn't grow, but I want you to take time and reflect. And did you grow in your personal life? Did things come together for you that you've maybe been resisting in the future or the past? And one of the things that I realized is sometimes we just need consistency. And this year, I was so grateful for the consistency in my business that let me grow as a person. Okay, so the second thing I learned in 2021, that more is not always better. (laughs) This kind of goes with the growth. But I joined three masterminds in 2021. I also joined a high ticket group coaching program. And then at the end of the year, I also joined a very expensive mastermind slash group coaching program, which I'll talk more about, but more is not always better. And so I was spreading myself really, really thin this year. And it was more education, more mentorship, more relationships, more tools. Like we added these unnecessary tools and it was just like about more, more, more. And there was no reason for it. And one thing I found at the 20, the end of 2021 is all of this stuff that we invested in, that we tried, I needed to do that because I did get stuff out of it. For two of the masterminds, I won't be rejoining for the 2022 year. And they were amazing. They were so great. And I'm so glad that I experienced them and got what I did out of it. I made amazing relationships. One of them helped me really find out who I was, the person that I wanted to be, how as a like how much we need to know about ourselves so we can grow our business. I met two of my best friends now that I talk to every single day, multiple times a day that I can show up just as who I am in that group. And it was an amazing experience. The other one I met amazing people really helped me get our membership surf scale sore really dialed in in terms of deliverables. Those were so valuable. And then I joined a peer mastermind, which I love. I am continuing this year and so grateful for that group. That one's strictly about relationship building 
and really just bouncing ideas off my peers. And then the high ticket program, it was just a lot. And they all serve their purpose. But did I really need all of them? And I look back and I got so much out of all of them. But I was also stretched really, really thin. And so I invested in, at the end of 2021, a $50,000 mastermind. And it's in a completely different, if I said the name, y'all probably wouldn't even know who it is. It's in a totally different group of people that I'm used to working with, different niches. I'm just super excited about what's to come. But one, it pushed me outside of what I normally spend for a budget when it comes to programs, but it was also for my team. So Janessa gets to plug into it. It's not just about me. It's also about my team. They can participate in it and they can have a mastermind of their own which is really, really exciting for me. And it's going to be the only like program that I invest in this year. I am in my peer mastermind and that's a totally different element. It's not the same, but I've committed to myself that I'm not joining like a bunch of courses or anything like this this year. I made one big investment. I'm going all in on that and I'm really going to focus on How can we improve what we already have? Because more is not always better. And so instead of having more tools, more courses, more trainings, more like all this stuff, we're focused on just improving what we have. Less is more. But in terms of dollars, we definitely spent more, $50,000 investment. And when I get ready to look at our end of the year expenses, I have a feeling that my investment in education was definitely over 50,000 this year. I would say it's probably, oh, it's got to be, I would say it's close to 100,000 for 2021. And I'm 100% okay with that because I know when I invest, I grow. And this year, our business didn't financially grow, but I grew, which I know will lead to our financial growth next year. Also, the things I'm taking away don't happen overnight. We're setting up systems now that I gained from the masterminds or programs that will serve us over the next two, three, five years. And so sometimes we get into programs and we're like, how can I make my investment back in these next 12 months? Like, what does that look like? And instead, I know that when we invest in our business, that we're looking at what's one thing we can implement that's going to pay us time and time and time again. And so if we can do that with one program instead of 10 programs, yes, I'm going to invest more so I can spend less time trying to piece things together. So that's the second lesson I learned in 2021, that more is not always better. The third one is hiring is about patience and processes. And so we made some hires this year. We keep our team very lean, but we did make a hire this year and it just wasn't a good fit. And sometimes we want things to work and we rush things because we like the person or it feels like a good fit, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's a great fit for everyone. And hiring is not about hiring your friends. It's not about hiring people that you want to work with, but it's about patience and processes. And so we learned a lot about that this year. So as we get ready to go into 2022, we're ready 
Janessa and I are working on creating systems and processes and being patient in the hiring process as we bring on new roles for 2022. We love the people that we work with, my team is my family, but sometimes we need to be more patient with who we hire instead of just hiring who we like as a person. It's more about what they bring and the qualities. It's not about the skills. Skills can be taught, but it's about the quality and their drive and work ethic. And that's what we're going to get better at looking for. Also, we made decisions that we will not hire entrepreneurs ever again. Entrepreneurs are not meant to be caged. And working for someone, having a boss, that's kind of like being caged. As entrepreneurs, we're meant to fly. And no matter if someone's been an entrepreneur before, they do not typically, I don't want to say this is not a blanket statement, but it typically doesn't work out. And we learn that. And so we are excited about bringing on employees. I like we went to employees last year and it was so scary and we learned so much. But now as we're moving into 2022, we know that hiring is about patience and processes and we're excited to put more processes in place and be slower to hire and be more diligent about the process in hiring. Okay, so the fourth lesson I learned is you can't drink from a filled cup. And so in Avatar, if you've ever watched Avatar, it talks about when he gets like put on the, I'm not like an Avatar super fan, so I don't know all the words, but when he gets put in the Navi or whatever, like I think that's where they live is Navi. I'm thinking about the Disney ride, which is the Navi river ride. So I'm guessing that the Navi and when they get put there, the main guy says, you can't drink from a filled cup. If you already come to the table thinking you know it all, thinking that you have all the answers, that you've tried, that you've done that, that won't work for you. It's really hard to take in any information and use it. And one thing I found this year is in one of the programs I purchased, I went in with that mentality. And at the time I didn't know it, it took some things happening for me to realize like this is how I showed up, which is not usually like me. And I showed up with my cup full. Like, we already have processes. We already have systems. We already have this and that. Instead of coming like, I know nothing. I am here to learn. I am here to show up. I am here to work through the A to Z process. And I joined this program for a reason. And so now I'm ready to dig in. And it took me probably about seven months going through this program of showing up with a full cup. And once something happened, I realized like, wow. This was so much ego. I didn't put any of the calls on my calendar. It wasn't important to me. I skipped parts. Like I wasn't going through the process. And instead, after I realized that it was my ego, I went back to the beginning. I put the calls on my calendar. I showed up. I went through the processes. Even when I thought I knew better, I went through them. And you know what happened? I started to get insights. I started to get downloads. I started to see how this could fit in our business and how we were doing things inefficiently that we could make better. And so as you go into 2022, ask yourself, am I coming in to this year? Am I coming into a program? Am I showing up as if my cup is already full? Or am I showing up with a completely empty cup willing to learn to take new advice, to try things maybe I've tried before and they didn't work, but now I'm going to try them again. 
And how can we show up with an empty cup instead of always showing up to the party with our cup full? Okay, y'all, number five. Not all programs are about ROI. So I usually, and I've talked about this forever, is that when you join a program, it's about the ROI. Like even if you can just get one thing out of it and make your money back, it's worth it. And this year I found out some programs are not about ROI at all. Some programs are about the things that aren't tangible that you get out and they're still worth it even if you don't make your ROI back. So an example of this is the mastermind I joined, one of them. I was joining for marketing and all that. And yeah, I got some stuff, but none of that really moved the needle in my business. But what it did do, holy cow, what did it do? I have created two amazing relationships that this year was tough and I would have been in a totally different mindset without these two people in my life. And I'm so grateful each and every single day. And I met them in that program. Also, I met people that helped me deal with things that I was ashamed of, that I was carrying around from my past and work through that and how to show up as a better version of me and how to make decisions that were based on what's best for my life, not necessarily what's best for my revenue and how I can show up as my fullest and stop playing small, but play bigger, but not in a bigger way where I'm doing more, making more, but in a bigger way of showing up as who I really, really am. And so that's not about ROI at all. That's about how can I create a better person within me and how can I show up better for my family and how can I create relationships that bring joy And so none of that is about ROI, but it doesn't mean that there's no value in that. So y'all, we're halfway through and I'm just going to do a real quick recap. Number one, some years are about consistency, not growth. Two, the more is not always better. Three, hiring is about patience and processes. Four, you can't drink from a filled cup. Five, not all programs are about ROI. Okay, so we're halfway through y'all. Six is join programs that make you feel uncomfortable. And so this one, I like to tell myself that I'm joining a program so I can be the dumbest one in the room. And then I join programs where I know, where I know that people are going to lean on me for advice, where I'm going to be able to help and support. And that fills me up as a person. If anyone knows who about human design, I'm a projector. So I always want to help and give advice and all that kind of stuff. And those are the programs that I've joined before where even if I felt like, ooh, do I belong here? Very quickly, I find that I do. Now, one thing I learned towards the end of the year is that doesn't serve me. When I'm joining programs where people aren't two steps ahead of where I wanna be, is it really serving me or is it keeping me complacent? And this is not true for everyone. I always wanted to have the hardest teacher in the school, the one that everyone else always didn't like. And it wasn't because that I was like smarter. I wanted to get all this. It's because that like that gave me the drive to do better. And I didn't get complacent. And what I found is I kind of got complacent this year in my business. And so when I made this investment in the $50,000 mastermind, you have to have a million dollar business per year as a minimum. And there are people in there that are doing 30, 40, 50 million per year. 
And so me sitting here putting my numbers each month, because we put in our numbers each month, and being at like just a run rate of 1 to 1.2 million, I'm like, holy cow, I'm the small fry. Like these people are so smart. They've been in business so much longer. They're crushing it. They know what they're doing. And it makes you take a step back and be like, okay, what can I learn? What can I implement in my business that maybe like I've been doing something that's got me here, but it's not going to get me there. And so really, it makes you uncomfortable. It makes you feel like, do I belong here? Is this the right place? And so I would encourage you to go into programs where people are one to two steps ahead of you and it makes you uncomfortable and show up and share your numbers and share your stories and share where you're at and be open because that's one thing that will serve you better than anything is when you can get in there and not only listen, but also share what struggles you're having and learn from those people who are ahead of you because then you get the advice, you get a missteps that they made, they're going to help you so you don't make those. So it's not just about being in those programs, but it's willing to show up and share things that make you uncomfortable so you can grow. So that was number six. Number seven is learn more about yourself. This year, I spent a lot of time on learning about myself, whether that was through human design or this amazing man, Alex Paulos, which totally taught me that everything I thought I knew about myself was not true and how a lot of walls that I had put up were because of childhood things that happened, shame I had, things like that. And I really dug into like finding out who is Brandy. Who am I really? Not who I show up to be, but who am I really? And as I stepped in to that, and as I learned more about me, I was able to feel at more peace. I was able to get rid of some of the health issues that I was going through and experiencing. I was able to be like, oh, this makes sense. Like, yes, and there was clarity around that. I was able to make decisions that weren't the best revenue decisions, but they were the best decisions for me long-term in my health. And learning more about ourselves puts us in a better place of long-term stability, long-term likelihood your business is gonna stay instead of really just trying to be someone else, trying to play a certain role, trying to show up in a way that doesn't fulfill you because our body does know when we're not truly showing up as us. Our body knows stress. And this year has been hard for a lot of people. We're going in two years now of the pandemic and it's just, it's emotionally draining. And so when we can learn more about ourselves, when we can tap into that, we can grow more. And this doesn't necessarily mean reading all these self-help books and stuff like that. I didn't do a lot of that. I went to people and that specialize in this. I got to meet Alex and I paid for like deep dive human design and really went into that and just not only reading about it, but then putting things in action. And so I would encourage you this year, learn more about yourself. What really lights you up? What are things that maybe as a middle schooler you used to love to do But someone said something mean and now you don't do those. Or maybe you experienced something that made you stop doing that or not feel comfortable. What hobbies did you used to love? Can you pick those up again? And I will tell you through this process, not only have I fallen back in love with my business, 
I've fallen so much deeper in love with myself, my husband, my daughter. It just works full circle. So learn more about yourself. Number eight, ClickUp is where it's at. So in 2021, I like went on this weird rogue thing where I wanted to switch up our systems and decided that ClickUp was not best for us. And I wanted to try out something else. So we tried out a different program notion and quickly found that ClickUp is where it's at. And we will not deviate from ClickUp ever again. Janessa is probably so happy hearing that. But ClickUp is the best thing since sliced bread. I think it's the only project management system you ever need. We have found so many ways to fall back in love with ClickUp and use it. And sometimes the tool's not working for us anymore, not because we've outgrown the tool, but how we're using the tool no longer serves us. So we pretty much cleaned out our whole ClickUp and started from scratch. And now we're back in love with ClickUp. So number nine is sharing is not always caring. So when I talk about sharing is not always caring, I feel like in the online space, we share. We share a lot in the Instagram life and all that. We share what we're doing on the weekends. We share about our business. I've always been extremely open about our numbers and we had income reports. And if you are an old school listener and OG, you know that all of 2020, we shared our income reports and most of 2021 for I think about half the year. We had income reports and then they abruptly stopped. And the reason they stopped is I always said that I would stop income reports when they no longer served you, the listener. But what I didn't realize is the income reports also have to serve me and what I want to share. And I dealt with a lot of personal healing this year. And I got to a point where I didn't want to share things that were going on. And I felt like if I didn't share the whole story, there was no point of sharing. I think income reports have their place. They were amazing for 2020 because it was just a fun time. And I love sharing that experience. But then as I started dealing with family, not family stuff, but just emotional healing and just it had nothing to do with business. It just felt like I didn't want to share what was going on all the time. And so I didn't. I didn't share income reports. They just went away. And I felt so much relief around that. Now, will we bring them back when they make sense? Yes. But it had nothing to do with revenue. I truly believe that. I think it's Brene Brown talks about how you share from the scars, not the wounds. And I probably just slaughtered that. But so many times we see people share when they're actually in it. They're experiencing it for themselves. They're like going through the emotions right then and there. And I'm a big fan of sharing in the scars. So once it's healed, once you've got the lessons that you needed through it, that that's when it's time to share. And so the income reports didn't make sense anymore because I wasn't ready to share. And so moving forward as we go, we may have some behind the scenes episodes and stuff like that. And I have decided sharing is not always caring because I shouldn't be sharing in the moment with you. It doesn't serve you to for me to do that. What it does serve is once we've experienced those moments, we're on the other side, then I can share the lessons I learn through those. And then number 10, happiness is always more important than revenue. And so this has been the biggest takeaway from 2021 is happiness is always more important than the revenue. 
because revenue, profit, money can always be generated on demand. We can always generate more revenue in our life. We can always generate more money. But if we're not happy doing it, why would we generate more? And money doesn't bring happiness. We have to be happy and then the money will come. And so one thing that we did is we made some very business decisions that weren't strategic if you're looking at our numbers and our profit and loss and stuff like that. But they are really, really important decisions and strategic decisions when it comes from working from my happiness level. And I told you that if you listen to four things I tracked, scaling to six figures was happiness level. And so as we grow this business, as we continue to run it, happiness levels are always one of the most important things. And we'll talk more about what these decisions were in later episodes. But if you're not happy doing what you're doing, even if it's bringing in money, why are you doing it? We created a business so we can do the things that light us up, that excite us. Or also life is just not long enough to do things that we're not happy doing. And so how can we improve our happiness level? How can we get more in alignment with what we really want to do, what brings us joy, instead of just doing things that bring us revenue? And so that was one of the lessons I had to learn this year. It's one that I always believed and said, but until you actually have to make a million dollar decision and do it, it's kind of like one of those things you say, but you don't actually put it in action. And this year, I definitely chose happiness over revenue. So those are the 10 lessons I learned in 2021. And I'll go through all of them real quick for you. Number one, some years are about consistency, not growth. Two, more is not always better. Three, hiring is about patient and processes. Four, you can't drink from a full cup. Five, not all programs are about ROI. Six, join programs that make you feel uncomfortable. Seven, learn more about yourself. Eight, ClickUp's where it's at. Nine, sharing is not always caring. And 10, happiness level is always more important than revenue. Well, my friends, those are my lessons from 2021. I hope you got something out of this that you can apply to your business moving forward in 2022. And if you're ready to make 2022 the best year ever, join us inside creating a second revenue stream inside Beta to Biggie. This is where I help online service providers create a second revenue stream for their business so they can stop working all the time, always clocking out or punching in on vacation when they should be with their family and really create a sustainable business that's not built on only one revenue stream. If you're ready to create a leverage program in 2022, apply for a 45-minute call with me where we'll discuss the roadblocks you're experiencing right now, your growth potential, and what it looks like to work together moving forward. Head to betatobiggie.com to apply for a 45-minute strategy growth game plan call with me. Okay, my friends, until next week, go out, serve your clients, scale your business, and soar into the success you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time. 